Hi and welcome to Spill the Tea with LLIB. I'm Cal. And I'm Claire. And together we founded the incredible platform that is Leading Ladies in Business, a platform that inspires and supports female business women across the globe. In this episode of Spill the Tea with LLIB, we're joined by Gemma Myrna, a visionary leader and passionate advocate for well-being in the business world. Through her extraordinary commitment, she has transformed the lives of countless individuals, fostering a culture of holistic wellness and making a remarkable difference in their overall well-being. So, Gemma, spill the tea on what the journey in, as a woman in business has been like so far for you. So, you know what? It's really funny when you say like, women in business, because to me, what I've created with mind and wellness, it's just been my passion. So I'm still kind of getting my head around that the fact that I'm in business and I am a woman in business because for so many years, you know, I'm an actress. I've basically been given a script. I learn the lines and create a character and then bring that story Mm. to life. So this is really new to me. Um, and it's just been about like kind of just learning along the way. Um, But yeah, I just think the only thing that kind of gets me through is just the passion. I think people can see how passionate I am about it and that's why they want to be part of it as well. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So I think at the moment it's at a big turning point. We're having our first in-person event. Um, I'm just getting like my first lot of merch done for everyone. So it's like, you know, now I'm going, oh my God, it is actually a business. business. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, um, it's really, it's a really exciting time at the moment. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about then how you got on into that business journey. What was that? (laughs) What, what did that look like at the beginning? So with Mind and Wellness, um, so I was in Hollyoaks obviously for 10, nearly 10 years, worked as an actress and I suffered from such a young age with anxiety and then being in that sort of industry, I think over time it kind of anxiety, overwhelm, everything was just, it just become the norm to feel that Mm way. Um, And, you know, it was hard. It's a hard industry to be in. You're always like at that compete level, yeah. everyone else is competing with you. Even if you're not competing with them, you don't know who to trust. And, you know, so it's kind of those feelings are, um, just take a toll on you. Yeah. Uh, and then 11 years ago when I was still on the show, my dad passed away very, very suddenly. So my granddad passed away and within five days, my dad died wow. as well. So it was, a, it was, you know, I, I'd lost my grandparents and that, but losing a parent, it, it, it does something to yeah. you and it really did and being still in that kind of show and and you know walking a red carpet and being so busy I just didn't have time to kind of even process it or mm. uh, grieve so I, I carried on within the show for another two years and I felt like my anxiety just went horrendous like mm. it went so severe but I was hiding it from everyone yeah because again, you can't, back then, mm-hmm. you can now, and that's what I'm trying to change. But back then, 11 years ago, if you shown that you were struggling, you were out the door. Yeah. They'd have got someone else. Can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. Totally. <laughs> if you can't cope with it, yeah. you know, I got told by one of my producers, get on with it. You've only lost a parent. Loads of other people have lost parents. God. Get on with it. We don't have time for this. So I was getting that response. So yeah. For me, I I didn't feel safe enough to kind of share what I was actually going through. Mm. So, yeah, I just kind of carried on and kind of suppressed those feelings for so long. And then within the two years, I was like, I've got to go. I've got to get out of this. Like, I can't carry Mm. my life on like this because I was so like, (gasps) 
every day crying going into work and stuff. So yeah, I kind of stepped away and I was always into yoga from like the age of 18. And before I got in the show, I was going to go and do my teacher training. I just loved the practice, loved everything about it. You know, you get on your mat, you get out of your head into your body. You have to really focus to, to do a lot of the postures. And then you have the breathing that goes with it, which because I'm a singer, I think the breathing I really enjoyed because it's more like diaphragmic breathing. And then you would go to a meditation where you just felt like you were floating. So I loved it. So I kind of just got back into that and it was like my own practice. And one of the teachers at the time that I was uh, with, she was like, oh, the teacher training that I did um, in Morocco, they're running it again. And we just moved house and we were rebuilding a house. <laughs> Again, that was stressful. <laughs> yeah. So my husband was like, why don't you just go? And I was like, okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah, bye. But I hadn't ever stepped outside my comfort zone. You know, I'd been in like theatre school, living with my parents, moved to Liverpool, got in the show. Mm-hmm. I moved, you know, I came into the show with, you know, the McQueens who like my sisters that played my mom, and I hadn't ever done anything for me you know I'd met my husband like I never even booked a plane ticket or got on a plane on my own like when you're on the show like if you had an award ceremony in London it'd be like right that's your ticket you get on a train you get off a train there'll be car waiting for you take you to the hotel you get your makeup done you walk the red carpet next day come back and and it's very much like follow numbers Yeah. yeah the night before you film all your scenes, right? You've got these 10 scenes, learn them tomorrow morning. You're in makeup at half seven till half seven. So you you don't realize that you kind of get conditioned into this way of life of mm. um, just not having any confidence to do things yeah. yourself. Yeah. You've always got somebody else kind of to lean on. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, going to Morocco, doing my teacher training was like the first kind of step. I, I was there with like 26 people I'd never even met. Wow. And everyone thought I'd like lost the plot. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so I went and did that. And that was kind of my journey to all this. Cause I was like, this is amazing. And I started teaching yoga, um, loved it. And then kind of lockdown happened mm-hmm. as well, obviously many years afterwards, but I just started to then put things out on social media. I wasn't going to, cause I was a bit fearful. Yeah. And again, my husband was just like, just put a message out like on stories and see if anyone would want to do any classes. Where, where was the fear coming from? What, what was that? I've always had that. Like I've always never believed in anything I've done. Never thought I was oh. good enough. I've always had to kind of look for external validation. Even when I was a performing, like if I was singing or acting on stage, I was like that person that my mum has to sit in the front audience and smile and go, <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then I'd push a bit more, and then I'd really like step into my own. Like I always needed people around me. I don't know if it's because I'm the third child, so Mm. I kind of got brought up with like a brother and sister who did everything for me. My parents did, so I think it's that. I think it was just that conditioning. Yeah. Um, so no, I've always, you know, as you were saying on the of the podcast, imposter syndrome. Oh God, that's like constantly had that. I think even when I was on the show, I was just like. I'm not good enough to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what, you know, have I done a good job? Have I done, yeah. you know, always questioning yeah. what I've done. And it's, it's took me to kind of now to really kind mm. of stand in my own power and go, no, I'm, uh, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And that's what I want to help other people to get to. 
Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's pretty incredible. When you were stepping into the roles, did, did that change because you were sort of somebody else? You were... Yeah, mate. Yeah, I don't really know because Karma was, wasn't ever a real, like, strong character. I think I built her to be a bit stronger towards the end. Um, she was kind of, you know, not that type of character. But I think maybe it is just an actor type of thing when you speak to most actors. That's why they do what they do yeah. because they're quite shy, like, mm -hmm. behind it all. But when they then step on stage, they that's where perform. they feel comfortable. Yeah. So I kind of had that. But then I also had, like, a character when I walked a red carpet. And yeah. then there was me. So yeah. that's a lot. Wow. It's a lot to yeah. kind of um, put these masks on all mm -hmm. the time. Um, so the past like 11 years, I've kind of been discovering who I am mm -hmm. yeah. and what I want mm -hmm. and the way I want to live my life and what I want to say. Because also when you're on those shows, like don't say this, don't yeah. say that, yeah. or you, you don't say that or you'll never get another storyline. You know yeah. what I mean? You'll be cut, you'll be axed. You know yeah. what I mean? No so wonder you were living the, in like, exactly. the Exactly. It's like the cancel culture. You know what I mean? You've got to be so careful. You're media yeah. trained, you know? So that's nice. The fact that I run my own business and I can do and say what I want and yeah. no one's kind of going, oh, you shouldn't yeah. have said that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. that that's, it's a nicer way of living. I love that. Yeah. So what's then the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome in business? And have you got any advice for our viewers around that? I would say the biggest challenge is believing in myself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Believing in myself and um, knowing that I can, I can take what I've got, I can take it to the next level mm -hmm. as well. And I know I can help so many more people out who maybe have felt like me mm -hmm. or you know, suffer from anxiety, mm -hmm. um, overwhelm, depression, or any fears, phobias, I know I can help them with the work that I do at Mind and Wellness. If that's, you know, being part of our membership, if that's the courses that I run, because I run courses on like anxiety, um, if that's, you know, life coaching, if that's hypnotherapy, because I'm a hypnotherapist as well. Like I know I can work with people for them to become the best version of themselves. So I really want to help people to realize that yeah. and that's my biggest thing is me learning I could do it so then I could help other people do that that's yeah. pretty incredible so who, who's been your biggest influence in business and and in life yeah I would say influence in business is my husband he's always ran his own businesses yeah. um and I think probably when when we met I was a bit like oh god that's that's really good that that's really nice to do like because I always obviously work for some mm. everything I've done I've always yeah. worked for somebody and someone's always kind of told me what to do yeah. yeah and I'd just seen this type of freedom where it's like oh no actually you can live a life where mm. the way you want to live mm. it and you've mm. not got that voice inside your head going I don't really want to do this but I know I've got to do it because yeah. I've got to keep xyz happy mm -hmm. yeah and I think that was yeah, that, that's been very inspirational. And I don't think I'd be where I am now without kind yeah. of seeing what he's done and that support as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That's amazing. It's seeing the possibilities that open up, isn't it? I think, you know, and the freedom often comes at a, at a price, doesn't it? Because it's not all 
freedom, freedom, freedom. Oh, no, there's still yeah, yeah. many, many hours oh, that totally. go into to working and to, to building something. Yeah. But the choices that that gives you and the Incredible. flexibility to be able to live life on your terms mm-hmm. and actually, do you know what? I'm willing to earn less money this month if I, you know, if I want to go to here and here yeah. and there and do this or I'm willing to put more hours in this month because I know that that will buy me this at the end. And exactly. that flexibility is you know, is the freedom that lots of people crave, isn't it? Mm. You know, and see when you run a, run a business that there are choices, you know, we don't have to be confined to a nine to five. Oh, totally. Like I don't work in nine to five. Yeah, like no. when everyone else is working, I'm I, running around after my dogs and sorting <laughs> them out. Do you know what I mean? My work kind of happens yeah. like Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I will, I feel like if something, yeah. my brain just kind of frees up because mm. it's not the week. So I yeah. will just literally jam pack loads of stuff in then and get prepped them for the week. Yeah. after so then I can if I you know what I mean if people aren't don't want to receive anything mm. from me like yeah. the team or anything like yeah. I know everything's ready for, to go out Monday morning to yeah. them um mm. so yeah it's it's really interesting but I will work when I want to work but that's yeah. you know what I mean that's because the business it's not like at a point where I've got yeah. loads of staff and I have yeah. to mm. you know be it's kind of I'm in very I'm in flow with my life and my business and I always want to kind of keep it like that so I'm not in a massive hurry to grow it like a business do you know what I mean like I'm not in a massive hurry I'm not concerned about the the financial gain for me personally Mm. at this point in my life I'm interested in helping other Mm. people to feel better Mm. yeah that's just my passion with it sounds like you've just you've taken a, a deep breath and you've slowed yourself down which is so healthy um, Mm. to do yeah and it's redefining that level of success isn't it you know success for you at the moment isn't about the financial side of things it's about the people on the other side that you're helping Um, and I think that's that I think it's a really good point that I think you've got to find and understand what success is for you Mm -hmm. because I think we all live in this world where it's like it only comes down mm. to finances yeah. but actually 100%. it shouldn't it it's shouldn't be like that it's very it's very different like I had that in my yeah. 20s oh you do you're in more you spend more and that's yeah. it you're at you're in the same yeah. point yeah. anyway yeah. you know what I mean yeah. because generally you earn more you're more unhappy because you've got no time so you spend more on absolutely on shopping yeah, site yeah. so yeah. you feel yeah, better because yeah. you're wearing it all you know <laughs> it's just literally a yeah. vicious cycle so Absolutely. it's I just think yeah I think you know there's different times in your life isn't they when I was younger yeah. obviously that was uh, you know my yeah. my aim that's what I wanted the older I get it's it's just very different I think my business is very different um because it's not you know it's not a product based yeah. business it's it's literally working with human yeah. beings and seeing within six weeks or 12 weeks they're mm-hmm. a completely different person and they can live the life and they've healed traumas Lifestyle. that have been yeah. holding mm-hmm. them back all their life mm-hmm. and they're happier and they're smiling and mm-hmm. the relationships are flourishing they're better at work mm-hmm. they're doing more it's like that to me is just yeah. it's just the best feeling ever I love that ultimate so success what goals are you pursuing right now in business or personal life that you can yeah. share with us um, so with business at the moment we've got our first in-person event for our members so we've got that um, currently coming on the 23rd of this month in um, Manchester so it's the first time that we've brought everyone together yeah. um, so that's really exciting and I have like I say I've come 
back out of retirement because <laughs> it was just all online yeah. and I've started to get back out there and, yeah. and like teaching and meeting people and again I, I was in a class the other day teaching and I just thought oh I've got so much more to teach people mm. because I just feel I, I speak to a lot of people and they're so unhappy mm. so unhappy and I, I, when I was in that class like there's so much more I can guide people through um to feel their best and become yeah. their best version. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of that. So I feel like that's, for me at the moment, that's the thing of getting out, yeah. getting in front of people, um, especially the hypnotherapy. Yeah. Hypnotherapy, everyone goes, oh, I'm not having that. It's, it, you've got control of my mind. You know, you can tell me, tell me to do stuff that I don't want to do. And it's like, it's not that. It's basically meditation with a goal. That's yeah. it. It's, you know, if you've got a goal of you want to release anxiety, let's release it through yeah. that. So I've been doing a lot more group hypnotherapy um, and people are loving it. So yeah, I yeah. want to get out and do that more and try and make hypnotherapy more mainstream. So it's a therapy that people look at yeah. to go, oh, this is really good because it's the therapy that mm, I had. Yeah. You know, yeah. other therapies didn't work for me, but mm. hypnotherapy did work for me. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, hypnotherapy just didn't work for me, did it? No. Didn't. What did you go I, for? Like, well, I don't really know what I went for. Like, it, I was just That's going, why it like, didn't work. Yeah, Maybe you've got to want yeah. it. Do you know what? I couldn't switch my mind off. She was like, find the, the bench with the trees. And I was like... Oh my God, am I on the right bench? Does she counted me down. Right yeah, yeah, she counted me down. But I think mm. Claire says I'm not suggestible. She's not. I'm no. not suggestible. So I think maybe that's the way, my issue. I think the traditional hypnotherapy route that you went to the wrong person who did yeah. it a uh, sort of textbook way, yeah. where I think what you're saying, Gemma, is you're guiding it. I think yeah. who you went to maybe tried to guide you where you should be very much in control. Totally. Like, if it doesn't matter what bench, if it's a bench, if it's a beach, if it's a mountain That's my top, issue. I'm like, it can be oh whatever. God. it but can be the right one. Whatever like, you want to be. I'm a, I think I'm a bit of a people pleaser as well. So I very okay. much wanted to find the bench that she wanted me to sit on. So I was overthinking what bench I was on <laughs> and whether it was on the right bench. And then, you know, is it, can you see well, the trees? Oh my God. Right, okay, let's think about some trees. No, I can't see the trees, can't see anything. I can't even see them on the bench. Like, mm. so I think maybe I just wanted to please But then also it's just, it's just the fact that whatever you think of, is perfect for you. Yeah. And yeah. did you have one session on or more? She tried twice and then I think she yeah, gave you up see, with me. I, I won't work yeah. with anyone unless it's 12 sessions. Yeah. yeah. Because your first one, you will. No one can find the bench. You will, no one can find the bench or beach or well, anything. I can't find the bench in life. That's why I say I don't yeah. do one session. You know, yeah. I understand some hypnotherapists yeah. market themselves on that. I, I no. don't. I'm like, no, don't. No. that don't work. It's 12 sessions. Yeah. And I'll slowly and gently guide people into it and also you'll have recordings we'll talk through things yeah. we'll try and work through some of the mm. thought patterns yeah so yeah your conscious mind is just very strong yeah. and that's what we want to try and yeah. switch off mm. yeah I think oh you'd be a challenge you be a challenge oh. I think that's I think we should do a live spill the tea hypnotizing Cal. can you can you like hypnotize it to make the tea the right way as well like let's 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 I throw that the right way. <laughs> let's throw that in but that, that's amazing so that that's business and, and yeah. what you're pursuing there is there anything in your personal life that, that you want to pursue just to stay in flow yeah. don't ever chase the wrong thing yeah. like yeah. for me it's like don't chase finances mm -hmm. yeah. like just cut that out of yeah. everything don't chase that That'll like come. that is not what my goal yeah. is is to do so especially um 
personal life, it is just to kind of stay in flow, make sure mm. I have enough time for me so I yeah. can do my own work and my own practice and develop myself. Amazing. And enough time for my babies and my dogs every single day because they come first. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And enough time to make a nice cup of tea, which yeah. brings us on to our closing tradition on this show where okay. we ask guests what their preference is when making a cup of tea. Okay. So, Gemma, how do you make the perfect cup of tea if you were making it for myself? <laughs> You're going to hate this. <laughs> so, buckle in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find my Yorkshire, Yorkshire <laughs> tea. <laughs> um, Yorkshire tea tea bag. Yeah. Hot water. Yeah. Oat milk. Yes. And let it just brew yeah. slightly. So, so you and then put the milk in out. with the Yorkshire tea tea oh, yeah, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Sweet yeah. today. I have done it. Did yeah. you pick, pick the best guests? Honestly. And, and I then you just got to let it them. brew a little bit and then squeeze it out yeah. a few times. So we, hug, we, we hug the mug, don't we, with the tea wow, bag? You sort of yeah. group all of your own. <laughs> when you go for But how do you know if you put the milk in after you've took the tea bag? You're just not how? having handed with the gem is what if, it is. <laughs> how do you know how strong it's going to be? Because you might have to then put the so, tea bag back in to brew yeah. it. Oh my God. Don't swear on a cow. Take it off. Level, you give me a sweat. <laughs> well, I just think that if so, you put your tea bag in the cup, pour the hot water on, and then you leave it for about two minutes. I do leave my tea bag in there it'd be for a cold little while. Two no, minutes? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. You, I do. You don't. I do. I just never. Make I think tea we need to do a timer. Yeah, for, it would be about how two you minutes. Make a tea. And then don't tell me how I make my tea. Yeah. I know my way. And then I, I squeeze it on the side, I remove the tea bag and then I pour my milk in. And so as you're pouring it, because you're pouring it lovingly and not like in, <laughs> like you, you can see the colour turn. You can see it as you're no, standing. No, I'm not with that. I'm not, I'm not I'm either. Not and then Sorry. you're done. It's no. lovely. Try it. No. Honestly, once you try it, you'll never go back. <laughs> so that horrific method. <laughs> I'm not sure. No, no, I'm not don't sure. Don't do it. Don't do it. 100%. Thank you for being such a wonderful guest oh, on the show today. Sorry, I've stressed you out about the tea. <laughs> I'm going to go find my bench and sit on it for a while. Have a meditate with a proper cup of tea. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Jenny. Oh, thank, thank you. you.